0: Hey, I'm Coach J. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. Okay, welcome back. This is another edition of Hard Shop Life. I'm your host, Coach J, and this is my co patna the G Man, what's up, G Man? What's up, man? We're gonna talk about metrics, like measuring a certain like KPIs, right? Yeah. And and setting up those KPIs in a matter that makes sense everywhere. What were you saying, G Man? It was well. About- that's the
1: thing. And, you know, it's funny because th- it came up today. We were talking mm-hmm. about it today. And mm-hmm. We were chatting with with the new client about it. And uh, and when I was in uh, Kansas City, I was talking about it then too with one of our existing clients. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the one thing I'd say about this industry is, is they do, you know, they do make it easy for you. They they put the measurements out there. And if you mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. the guidelines, mm-hmm. you end up with profitability. But you have to you you have to seek that information out. I mean, fortunately, they have us and we yeah. can come in and, and talk to them about it and share that information. We have it. And so, you know, but other than that, if you don't have if you don't have a coach, you don't have a trainer, you don't have somebody coming into your store you got to go out and figure out what those are mm-hmm. and uh you know and nada's got some standards and ncm's got some standards and you can find that data out there it exists out there but if you start to build your infrastructure based on those metrics that they have been tried and trusted trusted
0: tried, <laughs> tried and tested tried, trusted? tried and tested i love that we're gonna write hey tried and tested i'm calling webster in the morning. <laughs> We're gonna put that in the dictionary. Trusted is that's that what it my was? My new word: tried and trusted, baby. Tried, tried and trusted. Tried, tried and trust. You can't even and say t- it. <laughs> tried and tested. It's trusted. Trusted. Here, you heard it here, folks. First, that's JDI the, Coaching. That's the new mes- metric. Trusted. Trusted, trusted KPIs. Yeah. yeah, For the person who had proficiency and came up with proficiency, yeah, we beat you. Yeah. We got we got trusted.
1: So I digress. Um, you know, so anyway, so we were talking about it. And so what I'm saying is like follow, just follow the guidelines. I mean, you can tweak here or there, but you have to, um, you know, these standards have been set for us and, and people have done it over the years. And it's a good baseline for you to get started. If you find yourself, you know, where you're struggling with profitability or you're not really sure how to scale or you don't know, should I hire a tech or if I hire an advisor, what's that going to do? You know, there are metrics out there to help you. So today we were discussing. Um, we were going through some data. We were pulling mm-hmm. the uh, the reports, and we kind of came up with a shocking measurement. The hours per hour was really low, like really low. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to figure out why. And we were going through, and what we found out is that we were including when we were running the wrap report, we were or the advisor performance report. We were including the um, zero. Zero, zero labor dollars. Zero labor sale RO.
0: Yeah. Right? The the zeros, yeah. So it
1: was counting those. And so what that was doing was it was adding artificial repair order count to the the service advisor. And then of course that you know, you're dividing that up, then your hours per row go down. Right. Right. ELR went down a little bit, hours per o went down pretty dramatically. And then of course your and then
0: dollars per ticket went down yeah. significantly. Now I know many of you are out there going, gee, man, Coach J, what is this dollars per RO? Was that's not a metric anybody really follows. That's not anything. I'm telling you right now. If you want to ascend, right? Everybody's like, oh, hours per ticket, hours per dollars per hour. It, I mean, uh, hours, hours per hour, hours per hour, or no effective labor effective labor rate, door rate. All these things are great metrics, but you gotta ascend. You gotta keep looking and focus on things. And so, when we go in now, we look at that. We look at dollars per ticket and say, okay, yeah. what what are you getting? For every opportunity that's presented. Well,
1: specifically, we the way we started looking at it is gross profit, customer pay gross profit per yeah, don't, order. Don't give them that; <laughs> they're <laughs> not ready for that. You're
0: that's right. that's that's super advanced.
1: But that's that's kind of how we've been we've been looking at it, and we feel like that metric's a little bit pure and easier to help you scale and scale into profitability. But um, so it, so at any rate, so let, let's go back to my story here. So he was he was including the zero tickets. And uh, it was diluting his sample, right? Because yeah. you're, you're putting a bunch of ROs in there that, that really don't have any business being there. But he had been doing it for so long that way that he wanted to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. So we started having this debate over whether or not you need to change it, mm-hmm. right? So if you're, you know, if you're measuring it and you're saying, well... I've now based everything off of this hours per repair order. Like I built pay plans and I'm basing my whole yeah. system off of this hours per repair order. Yeah. So now if you change it on me, it's going to jump up and I'm going to have to redo everything. So why don't we just leave it alone? Mm-hmm. So now the question is, is it okay to just leave it alone? Like what's the damage that's done if you don't change it? Is it just really... Like, well, this is this way, and if we change it, it'll be this way, but the truth of the matter at the end of the day, it's the same number.
0: Okay, so so I'm going to be on the side of the manager for keeping it the way it is only for one particular reason, which I would agree with him, is if I change this new measurement, right, um, I'd have to reconstruct and redo my pay plan that's been consistent. Yeah. And when I have preached to my people that the pay plan won't change and then all of a sudden in the middle of COVID and after COVID all this stuff where we're getting right back into the swing of things again and things are feeling normal, boom! You hit me with a, oh you're changing my pay plan again huh? Right. Way to right. go. That's great. So uh, I, I kind of agree I, I wouldn't change it now because things are just too Sensitive, mm. you know. There's just, I don't know. It's 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 like, oh, ripping a band-aid off, and it's like, oh, I don't mm. know if it's time to rip a band-aid off. So, I don't know. Okay, so here's here, in my opinion, prove me wrong, G man. I want I want to I want to be that guy that's in the picture that puts that big sign in front. So and so, you know, oh yeah, me different. Me yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm that guy.
1: Okay, so I believe. Um, that they're, you know, and I and I uh, to be honest with you, as we were having that conversation, I was like, yeah, I really don't want to go through all that. And, uh, we're trying to get these advisors to do more. I really don't want to disrupt their pay, mm-hmm. and it, it really did. I I was just like, oh, I don't I don't want to do this. And so I was having like an internal debate. I right. was thinking about like like do I, you know, what is this a is this a belief? Is this an idea? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Right. Mm-hmm. So so I you know over over the course of the afternoon, driving here and kind of thinking about it. Uh, I believe that there there's one right way to do it, and that is the way you should do it. And and that is you should make sure that your data sample is, is as clean and as pure as it can possibly be, because it's going to give you the most accurate
0: measurement of where you are. But isn't that what it is right now already? Like, isn't it clean if you already have all decided and everything has been surrounded by this one thing? I mean... What's the big deal, G man? Like, what's? Who cares? So to to me, it's about
1: dilution, right? So if if uh, if you're adding zero tickets to your sample, now your sample is being diluted. So how many zero tickets are in there?
0: So, G man, honestly, why would there be any zero tickets? I'm, I'm like, I'm talking, I'm you. talking off the voice yeah, of the, the that managers that. and stuff. All, all why do you have to use the funny voice when you talk about the manager? Is <laughs> that how <always> he sounds? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I sound. I mean, that's what I say. Like, Oh, you know, um, okay. So,
1: you know, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why multi points. Like if you do a warranty repair order and you do a multi point inspection and you close the multi point inspection as customer pay and it's zero, it's going to count it.
0: But gee, man, if you why don't can ex- I put into internal,
1: well, you can. Okay. And you should, that's the conversation is right. get those zeros out. So, what we were saying is, hey, look, you know, here's the first thing that's probably going to happen is one of your advisors is going to figure this out, yep. and he's going to start closing those lines as internal, mm-hmm. changing his RO count and upping his bonus,
0: right? He's getting paid oh, or, exactly. He's gonna, he's gonna, keep he's gonna in. figure it okay, out. Okay, so I'm, I'm figure it out. I'm telling you right now, G man, I would be that guy. Yeah, I would be like, I know how to play this, and so. I, if I ac- if I had access to that report, which we did, and we mm. we ran the report and I did that modification, if anything, we're doing we're doing a service to the manager and a disservice to the advisor who figured it out and started kinking it. Yeah, right? And here's the thing, here's the funny part, is that you know that if it was the other way around, that service advisor would be in major trouble because it would be like stealing. You're stealing.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're kinking.
0: Wait a minute. We're kind of, I mean, you're saying the system is kinked. The system is kinked.
1: And that's the thing. And that's why there's only one way to do it. Because if your system's kinked, then you don't get reliable data. You don't know how many zero tickets are going in there. You have no way of understanding what your sample dilution is. Mm -hmm. You can't control it. It becomes an uncontrollable. So now let's just say, for example, Oh, we had a really good month that month. We had high hours per repair order, so I go back and look at it, and yet the dollars, the sale amounts, the same, right? Mm -hmm. So, so he's got the same sales and gross, but yet he feels like it's it's going better. It's because on that particular month, he probably had less zero tickets in the sample, Mm -hmm. so so the average goes up. So my thing is like get your data correct, make sure it's right, make you know work really hard. To get everything within the guidelines before you start to veer away from it, because again, if you're struggling with profitability, but you got stuff that's out of whack, and you're not paying attention to it, you're not you're just like, well, I know why that's there because we got some zero tickets, but I'm not going to look at it. That's Mm -hmm. the wrong way to do it. Fix the zero tickets, get everything in line, and get to a point where you have a like a, a consistently correct measurement. You know it's right. There's no dilution. And now when you make a change and you you watch your hours pro, hour, let's say, go up, you know that what you're doing is correct. And it's not just maybe less, less of a diluted sample this month.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you talking through this and me listening to you makes perfect sense to me now, because if I put my advisor hat on, I would honestly think that you were trying to mess with me and not have to pay me yeah
1: and if you're an advisor yeah you're thinking i'm taking money from you as a manager i'm setting up a pay plan that's got a weird kink right. in it that all the so sudden, it makes you look shady i have some control over. yeah as, as a leader i yeah. can control it yeah that's yeah, this yeah you don't want to have that again you want the sample to be pure you can't tweak it you can't change it it is a pure sample it also helps you hold them accountable because if they're like for example if i'm looking at a, at a guy's hours pro hour and they look it looks abnormally high Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in and take a look and try to figure out why. Right. But if you have a diluted sample, yeah, you don't gonna... have good data to try to measure.
0: Right. You don't even know
1: what's going on. He could be, he could be stealing from your customers and you wouldn't know.
0: Ooh, I didn't think about that, G-Man. But that's the
1: thing. When you when you don't have clean data, you don't know what's going on. You're really just resigning yourself to saying, I don't know, but I don't care. Right. And then now And so if you don't know, you don't care about that, then just, you know, pack up and go home because at that point, what do you care about? Like set your standards, get your stuff in line, get your, get your, all your stuff brackets, you know, bracketed in the right spot. Um, What I mean by that is like NADA creates percentages for every single line on the financial statement. There are Mm -hmm. metrics for every single thing that we do. Get them to a point in which they're correct and you can measure them and you can manipulate and move them. Not in a, in a way in which you can tweak the number, but in a way in which you can tweak your results. Right. Yeah. So change. So change. That's the thing we could, I mean, I could turn that off. His hours per hour going to go up by half an hour, three quarters of an hour. I look like a hero coming in, but instead I'm telling him, Hey, look, your data's wrong. You yeah. know, cause, because he's not going to gross anymore. He's not going to net anymore. And yeah. it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, it move, but I, but I'm not making any more money. How does that work? You see what I mean? Right. Like you don't want to put yourself in that position. If that number moves, the bottom line should come up. Um, This also happened with personnel. And I've seen this a bunch of times with personnel. If you have like, you know, what do they call it? Unapplied labor. Mm -hmm. If you have unapplied labor going into your personnel account, then it's going to overinflate your personnel. And you may start making decisions based on that. And meanwhile, again, you don't have clean data to make dollar, decisions million
0: dollar question yes sir million dollar question so you do do that you put you you put your unapplied labor into personnel but your personnel still is within the benchmark parameters set by all these you know nada ncm factors so will you leave it there no. like if you what's the
1: answer you tell me the answer
0: no g man you're the expert <laughs> no
1: you don't leave it there why because here's the thing. There's there's you don't want to have your personnel too low. Right. Now let me and that's you, a weird thing. Now
0: if but, if I put my manager hat on, uh-huh. right, I leave it there. Yeah, so why? Because then the manager kinks the system for his own pay plan. Yep. Because he probably gets paid off a gross profit. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's now it's not coming out of gross. Exactly. Yeah, it's coming out of the expense.
1: I didn't even think of that. One. Exactly.
0: So I would, of course. So now I'm talking to to fixed operations directors. I'm talking to owners. I'm talking to general managers. Right. Yeah. You should look at that because if the if the compensation is there and all of a sudden you see them going, holy cow, you're holding eighty two percent. You're holding eighty nine percent. You're holding, holy cow, you're a rock star. Good for you. Holy cow. Yeah. Right. But you look at the shop and only 10 techs out of 20 techs are being calculated correctly because the 10 hourly techs are below the line. Yep. Right. And he's only getting paid on the gross profit. And maybe his net is very minimal. Right. So, hey, eye opening stuff here because I'm telling you, we'll find it so i I worked at the store like that <laughs> yeah, of course
1: um and so i i uh it, it, they had not only did they have their hourly they had every single tech going into Pers- personnel Ooh. and paying everybody out of personnel and then using the cost on the r o to um to uh as a credit right? right so so the technician punches on the repair order he starts generating a cost on the RO right. that cost is supposed to go to pay him right. right but instead what they're doing is they're writing him a check out of personnel and then taking that cost and applying it to the expense account as a credit mm. and offsetting what they paid him but here's the thing the technicians weren't punching correctly and you couldn't tell because you couldn't figure out their production and so and and how they were getting paid it wasn't they weren't connected how they were getting paid wasn't connected to what they were producing and they weren't punching correctly So a lot of their expense was going in. So when I got their financial statement before I went to go see them, their personnel was, you know, was out of sight, was through the roof, but their gross profit was 82%. -hmm. And I was like, wow, that, you know, they need help. They got bodies on top of bodies, but their gross is good. This, you know, this is something I can work with. And then I show up there and there's no people.
0: (laughs) I'm like, where are all these people? Wait, wait, if there's no people, how did it even get to eight? Where's the 18 18%? Is it the credit? Yeah, the cre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, okay, so okay, some okay, of it, okay, yeah, some okay, of the credit okay, was going. Okay.
1: So the text, you know, so the text, it was 82. But the truth of the matter is their, their gross, once I figured it all out, was 69. Mm. So it went from 82 to 69. Personnel dropped to 27% of gross. Holy so the gosh. standard is if you're, if you're is 43%, right? It's 43 to 45. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be a little lower than that, but that's kind of around the, where you want to be. And so now it's down so low, it's ridiculous. They don't have enough support. No mm. wonder everybody's drowning. People are drinking from a fire hose. Customers hate you because they don't have a support yeah, staff. Yeah, because they don't want to. Yeah, it makes so makes perfect sense. Again, so now personnel is too low. You're doing a disservice to your customer and you're building a bad business. So it's like it, both, both things occur. Yeah. You don't want it to be too high and you don't want it to be too low. But the only way you know is if you have a clean, if your data is clean, your numbers are clean and you're doing it correctly that's the only way you're going to figure it out. And so uh, I just would implore everybody to take a look at what you got going on and make sure. And, and I think it's a periodic thing too. I think things can swing out of control yeah. over time. And if it's been a year or two or three since you've looked at it, then dig in and take a look and see, go through your expense categories, see what's in there. Make sure that when you're running your reports that you know, you're doing it correctly. Try to keep your customer pay repair orders clean. Don't put erroneous customer pay repair orders in there. You know, if you've got lines with zero on them, close them at internal, or you could even, I mean, if it's a warranty ticket, just close everything at W. there's no, there's no money on there, it really doesn't matter. It's just going to be closed as a zero sale. And it won't add to your, to your CP repair order count. So that's my advice to you. And, and And then from there, you have a really good baseline, a measurement. So that way, you can now like create movement you can now like like start to work towards positive things towards profitability if you're not profitable or towards increasing your profitability if you are but you're hovering around eight to ten and you want to get to 20 to 25 it, you know gives you that information so now you know what to do you know in this case you know I'd hired I hired some support staff I fixed the tech punching I measured production and worked on production right I Doing all those things helped us, you know, helped us get
0: into profitability. So, G man, okay. So, I'm a new service manager, and I am looking at these things. What are, I mean, obviously, you've given them some some good advice to to go look at this, right? So, the first things first is is have an overall metric that you're going to measure that is across the table fair, mm-hmm. right? And so if you know that there is compensation attached to this metric, right, which in case there was in this case, right, then you need to make sure that you're you're not skewing it or diluting it like you're saying, right, And, and ensuring that that can happen, right? There's another thing I've come across that a lot of people don't know, and I see it all the time. I've seen service advisors do this, and they think they're so smart. They think they're so smart. They'll be like... Oh, I get paid on a high effective labor rate. I'm gonna get an effective labor rate bonus. Mm-hmm. Right. So what they do is all right, I I have this high ticket, right? And let's say I have labor on it, but I forgot to pay the tech. Mm, yeah. I hate that. So I open another ticket and I go to my manager and go, hey, hey, hey G Man, I forgot to pay the tech. Can I open another ticket and just pay him internal? And you guys could offset it. Right, and then they'll do a journal entry in the back of accounting. But the thing is, is they pay them off of that wrap report, off of that thirty six eleven. Out of the right, so you start kinking it that way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm telling you, man, I have seen that so many times that when I tell the managers about it, they're like, "No, that's not happening. Let's find it." Yeah,
1: and then your your short change and your your. The thing, the very thing that you're selling, you're, you're, you're taking advantage of it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's so sad.
0: I mean, right now I know for a fact that there, there are people that I know there's advisors out there and they say, Oh, well, you know, I always add an extra hour, a half hour of diag, but the tech doesn't need to know that the tech doesn't need to have that half hour. Mm -hmm. So I put it straight into labor and what it does is it increases this. You, then that's how you slowly and surely start increasing it. So that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, like if if you're gonna follow ELR, which you know, oh ELR, 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 oh my god, there's nothing more important than ELR, but you're looking at your metrics, right? And you say that there's an outlier. Like if if one advisor far exceeds everybody else, there's a problem there. Yeah. Right. But no, what what managers have a tendency of do is we glorify them. Like this guy is my number one guy. He's unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you think, you are going, wait a minute, what's wrong here? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and then you start thinking, like, you know, this guy's effective labor rate is 135, and this guy's 112, right? And so when they do that, I go, okay, how, how, let's look at the hours per hour, mm-hmm. right? So because the 134 guy or 137 guy is at 1.2, yeah, but the 112 guy. Is at 2.1, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so you start thinking, like, guys, he's cutting hours. Exactly. So you got to look at those things. So I think the lesson,
1: like, so the next question that would come, I think, would be okay, yeah, I get clean data. Yeah, I work on my data. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Like, how do I find that? Right. Like, what are the warning signs? And I think that's one of them. Yeah, call right? us. Right. Call us. <laughs> 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 the first warning sign, call us. We'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, mean, I think I think you're right. If it, it's gonna be either be too high, you know, and so if it's too high, that's a problem. Like you want to win. I want high numbers, but you look at stuff and you're like, you know, I've seen guys with six hours per repair order and that's not, you know, that's just not something that's reasonable. And then um or it's just too low. You know, if it's if they're if they're doing, you know, twenty five grand and or thirty grand in CP, but their hours per hour are like 0. point nine, two, yeah. yeah, you're like, like whoa. Something doesn't add up. Right. You're selling. Why does that look like that? Right. And and so yeah, you would say, well, what does it matter? I'm getting my 25 grand. What it matters is 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 it right? Is it in the right spot? Is it two? Are they at two hours per repair order? Or are they at one or not? Where are they at? Right. And so if you were to get it right and find out that they were they were doing 25 grand at 1.5 then they got room to grow. They can go to two, you
0: know? Yeah, and that's that's why I'm saying when you, I would say that you look at that metric and you look at two, I would just go to dollars per ticket. And then when you look at dollars, labor dollars per ticket, you can see it like, you know, advisor A is at 250, advisor B is at 250, advisor C is at 250. But advisor A is at 151, in labor rate. Yeah. And advisor C is at 100 or 110. Right.
1: It doesn't add up. It doesn't yeah. add up. Yeah. so
0: so you look at that and and the more you have these certain metrics, you can find the anomalies, mm-hmm. right? Things will stand up, yep,
1: yeah, so look for that. look for anomalies, look at for outliers, like you said, um, and I think uh, what happens is when you start scratching at it, you'll figure it out. same thing with expense accounts, Look for expense accounts, it's too high, too low. You know, gross profit that's high, you're like, well, my gross profit's high, you know, congratulations. But the truth is there's a standard for a reason because that's typically what it takes. So if, uh, if... Do you
0: think that, that I, I think, I, okay, so there's two things. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, uh, you're talking to me, you're talking to us and all I hear are the excuses from managers in my head. I don't have time for that. Why do I have to do that? Um... But G man, I just I just don't see the benefit of that. If it is what it is, and why is it going to affect me? Why should I care? The bottom line is is I should just focus on gross profit. I'm getting the gross profit as a company. I'm getting my net. I'm I, I should be fine. Like why should I really worry I about know. that? But
1: if you if you if you don't want to go anywhere, you don't want to grow, you want to wait for the GM to come in and fire you because there's something going on in your numbers that you're not aware of. Then be my guest.
0: Mm-hmm. But I like
1: to be in control of things. I don't like to be surprised. I don't want to walk into a meeting. Have them ask me a question about something that's on the statement and not know. And in a lot of cases, when they ask you that question, they already know the answer. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to be surprised like that. I hear managers all the time tell me that they're afraid of getting fired, that their number one fear is that they could get fired. Why? Like yeah. my number, my thing is, is
0: that you can't live without me. <laughs> you
1: yeah. Know you, know, I mean? you know
0: what I love though? Is, is I think, I think it's not necessarily always the manager's fault. It's the general manager's fault. And the reason I'm saying is the general manager's fault is because most general managers don't know fixed operations, but they go to these 20 groups and then they see this one thing and they say, you know what? Why is this guy doing 2.2 hours per hour? You need to focus on 2.2 hours per hour. Yeah. So they start going down the line but and the thing kinking is, okay. it, right? They start kinking oh, yeah. and they're thinking, they're saying, but boss, you told me to get 2.2 hours per RO, hour, right? Right? Right. And I got it for you. But the thing is, is you go back to that 20 group meeting and the one guy that got 2.2, I'd call him out. I'd be like, oh, great job. 2.2 hours per hour, but your effective labor rate's 80, right? Yeah. I'm at 1.8 hours per hour, but my effective labor is 120. Guess what? I'm winning. Right. Right? But they don't know that. They go for a certain metric and they're like, I just need to hit this.
1: Yeah, and that's you know, and that's the danger, right? Because if you don't hot. know I'm your numbers kidding. and you don't getting too passionate understand, you. then when you are asked to move a number and it and it, you don't understand what makes it up or what's in there, then you're really just you know throwing darts at a blank wall and hoping you're going to hit something. And I think you know, for me, I like I said, I, I want to be in control. I want to know what's going on, and that helps me feel um, you know secure. Yeah. Right. The idea is if you want to be securing your job, you know, you're doing a good job. You're delivering results because you know what you're doing. And it's not that hard. Honestly, it's, it really is pretty simple stuff. The The metrics are all there. Everything's there. You just follow the map and then and that will get you to a certain point. And now if you want to go beyond that, you're going to have to tweak it and learn some new techniques. Um, but just following the baseline members measurements will get you quite a you So you'll do well with that.
0: Look, Listen, I have the answer for, for this problem. It's very, very simple, G-Man. I'm going to leave it to a simple metric, okay? Call us. <laughs> Just call us. If you need to find us, JDI Coaching, we have a Facebook page, JDI Coaching on LinkedIn. Yep. We're, we're around, JDICoaching.com, mm-hmm. jdioc dot, or OD.com, O-D. JDIOD.com. I mean, we're here, and and we have some answers. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, I, I feel... My like mic just keeps sliding is it, is it disappearing on you? Yeah. You know, the good thing is, is now we can say things and people can actually see it. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the first time, G-Man, after all of our podcasts, Right where you actually have something to look at. Yeah, you can watch because it Because the video. whole time before, you would be staring at a wall I like know. you were looking at a camera. And I'm like, you gotta stop doing that, bro.
1: I'd <laughs> be you talking to it like wall. this, but like, <laughs> I'm
0: staring at the wall. <laughs> I'm like, what are you looking at? <laughs> but yeah. anyway, I just, you know... And another th- guys, I, guys, I, I, uh, look, I'm not trying to be disruptive, but I am. If you've been coached and you want a second opinion on something, call us. Yeah. Cause in this situation, they had a coach and the coach missed it. Yep. They had a coach for a long time. For a while. Yeah. And they missed it. Yeah. No, no, no. They had a consultant. Mm. And I was like, boy, this, this yeah. could be pretty disruptive. Yeah. And again, I under I empathize with the manager. I'm on the manager's side here where he's saying Wait, it's so been it's like fault. this for just, so long. Yeah. Like changing it just could be nah, I, detrimental. And the bad thing is and so We're going to end it right here, but I'm going to end it with one thing where I'm asking G-Man a question. The fear of the manager is he made a promise to his people not to change the pay plan.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So, you, the couple things are going to come out of this and I'm going to lift my mic because I'm not sure how my levels are. Okay. So, a couple things are going to come out of this. One is he, you're, as a leader, as a manager, you're not always going to be right and that's okay. We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes. And people are expecting us to make mistakes. And you should not hide from that. Right. So what I would say is, hey guys, I made a mistake. Yeah. And and this is not the right way to do it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to correct that and we're going to make it right. And I'm going to make sure that it does not, you know, it does not go against you. I'm not going to right. cut your pay. Right. We're going to make sure we're going to take the right. new measurement. Right. We're going to create a pay plan that works. And I'm going to make sure you get paid what you're expecting. Right. And that's the right thing to do. And right. also, I think it gives you the opportunity to be a good leader.
0: Right. People right. will respect that. Right. Now, here's the other fear that the manager has, G, is, okay, so are you going to back pay us all the recalculations of the mistake you had? Well, so
1: that's the thing. Now, if if you, let's just say you made a mistake and it did indeed cause financial harm, then you probably should go back and fix that and, and avoid the lawsuit that oh, might come, Okay. People you know? just hung up but on the show. They there just stopped. They just said end. Yeah. Don't sue We don't. Yeah. They didn't want to hear me. that. Don't sue me, bro. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I would definitely get together with your no. controller and your, I, but I, in this case, it, there was no it, financial was damage. No financial. So that's, that's, I think that's it. That's it. I like it. That's the advice. All right, G-Man. Get your your data clean.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like looking at this camera.
1: Don't don't be afraid to make a mistake. I feel weird. (laughs) And don't feel weird on camera. And I'm going to let my mic go now. See you later. (laughs) This thing's hilarious. It just kept sliding. All
0: right, cut. Fucking
1: crank.